The Florida Gators have gotten hot on the recruiting trail lately, but they still have some things to address there. Find out what they are on Locked On Gators. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Gators, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Gators your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to podcasts. Happy Monday. I'm Brandon Olson. Find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find my written work with Whole Nine Sports and Giants Country of SI.com. And find me September 1st at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, obviously, in Gainesville at the social at Midtown in Gainesville. So, there's that uh, Friday, Thursday, September 1st, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Friday, September 2nd at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time, where we will have two live recordings of Locked On Gators. But for today's Locked On Gators, we're talking about the recruitment because, yes, Florida Gators recruiting has been fantastic over the past month or so. Uh, I think things have really heated up, but there are still some positions where Florida kind of kind of needs help with, and we've talked about them a little bit last week. We'll talk about them again right now with a couple targets for each of them, which first off, offensive line, like, like has to be it. Um, Monroe Freeling is a guy for me where I'm like, you know, he fits everything that this offensive staff wants, especially on the offensive line size-wise. He hits all the thresholds that they look like they've been trying to hit. They want these big freaky dudes that they can develop and have high ceiling players because they're confident that they can develop these guys to uh to hit those ceilings so they want to add these guys Monroe Freeling I mean he's still decommitted and we talked to John Garcia about him I believe two of the past three weeks we've talked about Monroe Freeling and it pretty much comes down to Monroe Freeling's recruitment has been quiet in the sense where there's not there's not a lot of information coming out of it he's being recruited he's taking uh he, he's having all these conversations he's maybe going to take some officials during the season but like john garcia has said the expectation for this is that it will run until december or maybe just really get into signing day um so we could see a long race for Monroe Freeling, but this is one of those times where it's a marathon, not a sprint. And also when you're Florida, there hasn't been a ton of traction with Florida and Monroe Freeling. So might not be the worst thing to have more time to kind of try to build that relationship. Another offensive line target that I want to look at is Lucas Simmons. Uh, Florida State commit right now. Florida was in that final group before he committed to Florida State. And when he committed to Florida State, They had a quarterback. Now they don't. And they don't have a quarterback because they were looking at another quarterback. And their first quarterback left. And their second quarterback committed to Ohio State. So they don't have a quarterback. Their recruiting class has been horrible. And I think this year they're going to look bad with possibly Mike Norvell getting fired. Could mean that someone like Lucas Simmons is like, well, I committed to play for Mike Norvell and that that staff. They ain't here anymore. So I ain't here anymore. So it could be that. But, I mean, this offensive line, I joked about it on – Friday show with um with John Garcia where we were talking about the offensive line and I was like look right now there's more offensive line oriented coaches than there are offensive line commits like th- this is inexcusable um 
I think Monroe Freeling and Lucas Simmons are kind of the two top guys, especially right now to stay in touch with because I feel like Okunlola, the the pancake honcho, uh, I feel like he's a no-go for Florida. I don't know where he's going to go, but I feel like Florida's kind of lost a lot of traction there, and it just doesn't seem like it's something that's going to happen to me. Looking at the de- no, looking, it doesn't look like something that's going to happen for me. I guess is what I'll say. Um, but looking at defensively, we're talking about linebackers, and uh, I'm probably going to butcher this name, but Kavion Keys is someone to look at. Four-star linebacker out of Richmond, Virginia. He announced that he's going to be making his commitment decision this Saturday. His commitment announcement this Saturday. We don't have a time yet, but we do know that this Saturday, August 27th, Kavion Keys will be committing. Four-star linebacker and his final four, Florida, Penn State, North Carolina, Virginia. A weird final four. Um, if, we're, if we're being honest, it's kind of odd final four. But I'd imagine with North Carolina being in there and Jay Bateman being North Carolina's former defensive coordinator, he kind of just brought that relationship over to Florida. Um, I think Penn State's always going to be a, a nice landing spot for linebackers. I think they produce some Better than most colleges, um, produce linebackers. Virginia, obviously, is his home state team, so we'll see there. But, I mean, Florida's in the running for this one. We haven't heard a ton, but we'll talk about it with John later this week. But Kevion Keys is a linebacker that Florida should look at or could look at to add. Pup Howard, Grayson Pup Howard, is another player to look at at the linebacker core. He's committed to South Carolina. He's kind of recently flirted with the Florida fan base. There was... I think he posted uh, Gamecock Nation, like, get me to 3,000 followers or something like that. And someone was like, Florida could get you to four. And he was like, prove it then. Um, but that's one of those things where it's like you could flirt with other fan bases about maybe committing, maybe decommitting, flipping, whatever it might be, just to help boost your follow count. Which, yeah, I'm sure there are people that will unfollow you because of it. But and I don't follow players just because they're like, help me get my followers up. But I, I'd imagine that I would be too lazy to unfollow you. Like I've entered those little Twitter sweepstakes, giveaways, things before. Where it's like, you got to follow me, retweet this, and maybe you'll win. And if I don't win, I'm not going to like unfollow. Um, that's just me. It's like, I'm not going to go through that process. That seems like a lot of work there, unless you're really sensitive about it. But hey, I digress. But Jaden Robinson is a four-star linebacker currently committed to Florida. He was previously committed to the South Carolina Gamecocks before flipping to Florida. But just looking at the linebackers that Florida has offers for that I know of and that I can verify, uh, Kevion Keys is the last uncommitted linebacker that's a four-star that I'm seeing that has a, or a blue chip, we'll say a four and five-star, that has an, an offer that I can verify. So I think the goal for Florida right now, because yes, you have Jaden Robinson, he's your four-star linebacker, that's great. You really need linebacker help. So I think if I'm Florida right now, my my approach to dealing with linebackers and offensive linemen is stay in touch with them. Just, just consistently make contact with them. And, and if they're committed to other schools, of course, consistently make contact with them in hopes that they have a bad season. If a coach gets fired or again, if they just don't live up to expectations, you can be like, hey, you sure you don't want to flip here? Um, could be the best approach for Florida with how things are going in those two areas, which should not have been as difficult to recruit as they have been. But that's what we're dealing with at this point in time. Uh, we're about to take a look at some visits that are scheduled 
for Florida and those recruits and what that can mean. But first, a quick word from Bet Online because if you think the Florida Gators will win seven or more games, bet the over. If you think the Gators will win seven or less games, bet the under. Right now with Bet Online, the Gators' win total is set at seven wins for the season. Bet Online is your number one source for all of your betting needs and sports information. And if you bet the over or under, and Florida wins exactly seven games, you get your money back. So feel free to just be a little loosey-goosey with it and, and take a swing there uh, if you think they're going to go over or under and just be like, hey, if I miss because I thought they were going to win six games, it's just seven and I get my money back. But bet online, you can bet on baseball, football, basketball, soccer, hockey, tennis, uh, darts, pool, cricket, Counter-Strike Go, League of Legends, politics, economics, financials, aliens invading, and we've been having... I feel like I've had so many discussions about that part of the ad read over the past like week and a half. It's very weird, but I'm cool with it. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn all about the trends and action. Check out Bet Online. It's where the game starts. Thanks again for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day every day. We are available daily and free reviews in the podcast. The Ultimate College Football Preview is here, a seven-episode preview with college experts, local team experts, and Odyssey College Football Insiders. It's everything you need to be ready for the college football season in one spot because college football starts this week, baby. It's week zero. Search for Ultimate College Football Preview on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now that we're talking about the Florida Gators again, we're talking about some visits they have scheduled for the Utah game because... I'm sure there's going to be more visits that get scheduled maybe for the Utah game, whether official, unofficial, whatever it might be. But there are four games or four visits for week one that we can confirm right now. And I was going to say one of them, but two of them, kind of biggies, kind of biggies there. Uh, Cormani McLean is, of course, the headliner for this class for the Florida Gators. He's been the guy who, I mean, seemingly since we started talking about recruiting, it's been Cormani McLean and the Florida Gators have been, you know, really feeling each other, been in great contact, all that. He's been their primary target. They've been leading for a large majority of the time, it feels like, from just terms of public perception. Um, so Cormani McLean will be taking, an, if I'm not mistaken, an unofficial uh, visit to Florida, to Gainesville for Florida versus Utah which is a big game, obviously, because it's a top 10 team in the swamp making their first game and first game of Billy Napier and this coaching staff. And it's just the atmosphere is already feeling crazy. Like it's it's wild that we're seeing this right now with the Florida Gators. Um, it, it's just incredible to see. And it's so exciting to see. So the atmosphere there is crazy with Cormani McLean now unofficially taking an, uno- or taking an unofficial visit to Gainesville for that game. Then Dijon Johnson is another player that is going to be taking a visit there. I believe his is also unofficial, but it's yet another cornerback that's going to be taking a visit for that Utah game. And that that's massive because it's a Utah team that they don't make mistakes a lot. Florida is so unknown. The game just has everything built around it right now with the intensity. There's a third corner taking a visit for this game, and I believe it is also an unofficial. And let's hope that all three of these corners are hanging out with each other because for Cormani McLean, it's always been Florida's leading this. Almost always been that Florida is leading this. For Deshaun Johnson, since he decommitted from Ohio State on July 30th, if I'm not mistaken, July 30th, maybe the 29th, 
But since he decommitted from Ohio State, it's been Florida has been the clear leader here. And he said, you know, like, I'm going to take visits. I'm going to do this. Everything about what he said when he decommitted seemed like he was going to take his time to make this decision, uh, to take visits, do all these things. And we had the reporters jump in the gun of, oh, man, he's committed to Florida. He's committed. He's committed. And then he didn't commit. And then he just announced that he got an official offer. And it's like, oh, my gosh, he's committed to Florida. He's committed. He's committed. Because people are just so desperate to get that first engagement, um, even though you look like a buffoon for doing it when you get it wrong. So there's that. But it's always been Florida for Dijon Johnson. Now we're still waiting to see what happens. But then there's also Sharif Denson is the third corner that is going to be taking a, a visit for that Florida-Utah game. And Sharif Denson is already committed to the University of Florida. Uh, he is we'll, – we'll talk about him in a minute, actually. Just in the next segment, we're going to talk about Sharif Denson a little bit. But Sharif Denson is already committed to Florida. Jacksonville kid, he's going to be there. And I'm just going to say, if, if I'm Billy Napier or – Patrick Tony or Corey Raymond, I'm going, hey, Sharif, if you're going to meet up with Cormani and Dijon, talk to him. Let, let him know what, what's so great about Florida, why you committed and everything that can happen there. And just hopefully Florida will be able to add Cormani and or Dijon after that Utah game. And there's the fourth visit that is currently scheduled is Tyree Adams. Tyree Adams is an interesting one. He's taking his official visit to Florida for this Um and he's an interesting one because he's an offensive tackle, but he's already committed to LSU. And he committed to LSU, I believe, in mid-early July, if I'm not mistaken. So having an LSU commit coming to campus for Florida versus Utah, um, I think that you've got to kind of pull out all the stops, especially because it's an official visit. I feel like they've got to pull out all the stops and just be like, hey, like, like flip. Just, just tell him straight up. <laughs> just be like, hey, man, flip. Why not? Because we need offensive linemen. You can come in and step in pretty early with this team and you can rotate in next year and do whatever it is. But just say whatever you can to get them on campus uh, or to get them committed to the Florida Gators. Because, I mean, this is something where, like I've said, Florida offensive line, linebacker, it's been bad. It's been hard to recruit. It, it's been a difficult situation for Florida right now. So Tyree Adams, when he's on campus, you got to apply all the pressure that you can because Florida really needs to add some help there. We're about to talk about if Florida has some flip candidates that might be leaving their 2023 class. First, a quick word from our sponsors. To wrap up today's show, we're talking about if Florida has some, I, I realize that I said flip candidates, maybe flip watch is a better word for them, but there's three players that we're going to talk about, and I'm talking about them not because I think they'll flip, but because I've seen quite a few people talk about, I think they're going to flip. I think they're going to flip, whatever. So we're going to talk about these three again. I'm kind of working the pro, the, um, I guess I'll say I work under this approach of if you're committed, that's awesome. But until you sign that LOI, you could take visits, you could do whatever you want to do, um, and we'll figure it out then. But it, I have no problem with this kid taking visits elsewhere because committed kids from other schools are going to be taking visits to Florida. So I'm not worried about that because, yeah, kids are going to flip. Kids are going to do whatever they do. They're kids. At the end of the day, they're making these decisions. So, But I see people speculate a lot. So first up is Sharif Denson, who we just spoke about briefly. 
He's probably the one on this list that I'm most concerned about flipping. He's not the one that I think is most likely to flip, but he's the one that I'd be most concerned about him flipping uh, because I do like his game. I think he's kind of just being lost in the the hype of Cormani McLean, Dijon Johnson, just like still trying to add these incredibly high-ranking corners. Where I feel like Sharif Denson's kind of getting lost in that. And Jakeem Jackson has like fantastic size and traits that everyone loves him. So I feel like Sharif Denson's kind of just getting like lost in the shuffle here in terms of uh, from the Florida fan base. But he's committed. He's a Jacksonville kid. He has an offer and a and is taking a visit to Bama, which is why people are getting a little bit worried because you've got Nick Saban as arguably the best college football coach of all time. I don't I don't think it should be an argument, but he's arguably the best college football coach of all time. He's a fantastic secondary coach. He's got a fantastic defensive staff. So you got to take that visit, I think. That's the thing where people are like, oh, my, he's going to take a visit to Bama. He's going to go to Bama. It's like, I don't care if Bama's not even in consideration. I feel like you got to take a visit to Bama. Like, you just have to be like, okay, open the door and let me see what this program is about. So Shreve Denson is taking a visit to Bama, and that's what has people concerned that he'll flip to Bama. Um, but especially if if Cormani McLean and if – or. Either or, we'll say. That's what we'll say. <laughs> With Cormani McLean and Dijon Johnson, if either or both of them commit to the Florida Gators, it's very possible that we see some of the Florida Gators' current corner commits want to flip or other targets pull out and be like, well, I don't want to go there and compete with all those corners. Like that, That's going to be an impossible situation. So I could see it happening then. I Again, I don't think Sharif Denson is going to flip. Uh, in fact, I think he's the... Okay, he's the second least likely on this list to flip, I think, but there's a huge gap between the most likely and him. Kelby Collins is the second player here, and he is the one that I think is least likely to flip. Uh, I know Florida Gators fans have been talking about it literally since the day of his commitment, which is a week ago, Um, but people have been like, he's going to flip, he's going to flip, he's going to flip. Bama, South Carolina, Georgia, he's looking at all these schools, he's going to flip. Kelby Collins wants to be a Florida Gator. That is not up for debate. That is not uh, a, a statement of opinion. That's a statement of fact. Kelby Collins wants to be a Florida Gator. Will he take visits elsewhere? Probably. But he's committed to the Florida Gators. He, he's taking visits with the Gators. Of course he will. But he's committed to the Florida Gators. He's going to take visits to Alabama. It's nearby. Nick Saban wants him. His dad's a huge Alabama fan. His dad's been wanting him to go to Alabama. But And look, he might flip, yes. But as of right now... Kelby Collins, like the four-star defensive player, wants to be a Florida Gator, even if, um, I don't know his father's name, doesn't want him to be a Florida Gator, wants him to be with the Alabama Crimson Tide. I don't care. From what we know, Kelby Collins was down to the final three. I know Georgia was in there, but Florida, South Carolina, with his dad pushing for Alabama. That's how it worked with Kelby Collins' final teams. I don't think he's going to flip. I, I just don't see it happening. Um, again, I think mean, he wants to be a Florida Gator, so that is what it is. And the final player on this list, Tyree Patterson. We've been talking about him for a flip candidate forever now with all the wide receiver ads to the class. I'm not really concerned about if he flips or not. Um, I thought that he was going to flip once Andy Jean committed, but he didn't. 
So I'm thinking maybe he's going to take his visits to Florida during the season, take his visits to UCF during the season, because UCF is a school that we all thought he was going to flip to. So I think Tyree Patterson is going to take those visits and, and kind of just uh, ride it out. He's going to be like, I'm committed to Florida. I'm not going to decommit, but I'm committed to Florida right now. I'm going to take my visits. And if if UCF kind of shows that they're going to throw the ball a bit more and be more pass-happy, then I'm going to go there where I have a much higher chance at actually participating early on as opposed to Florida where you've, you've got to fight through all these wide receiver commits right now and all the receivers currently on roster, and you got to fight through all that. It could be the road less traveled or the, or the uh, path of least resistance, we'll say, for Tyree Patterson to go to UCF. Again, I don't think it's going to happen at this point. I think we've still got plenty of time. I think he's going to wait to see how the season goes. But I do think that he's looking at it because of all the other receivers that are currently committed. He was the first one also. But I think Tyree Patterson, for now, is a Florida Gator where he, I don't think he's going to flip. But even if he does, he's currently ranked as the worst commit for the Florida 2023 class. Uh, I'm not the type to go, oh, yeah, like, don't worry about that. Like, our blue chip ratio is going to go up. The average rating is going to go up. All these things are going to go up. I'm not the type to do that to a kid. I'm just going to say that he is the lowest ranked receiver right now. So him transferring will have the least impact on this recruiting class in multiple ways. So I'm not super concerned about it. I also think he's he might be the least dynamic threat, but I we'll see whatever it is. We'll see. We'll see whatever it is that happens. But I mean, obviously, I, ideally, all these kids stay with Florida and all of them commit to Florida. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. Every day, we are available daily and free wherever you listen to the podcast. We'll be back tomorrow to talk more Florida Gators football. Now, make your second listen, Lockdown SEC, hosted by Chris Gordy of Sports 790. Get the best coverage on the best conference, including the best university. University of Florida right there. For Lockdown Gators, I'm Brandon Olson. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find all my written work with Whole Nine Sports. That is W-H-O-L-E-N-I-N-E Sports. And I will see you all tomorrow.